The Summer of Love 2.0 kicks off in New York City. We will discuss that today. Also, Matt Walsh attacks video games? And anime? Let's talk about it. Coming up on the Meet and Freedom Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Meet and Freedom Freedom rip, rip, Meet and Freedom Podcast. I'm not even going to edit that out because I am honest about my mistakes as a human being on this earth who is flawed and not perfect. I am Scott, your host. It is Friday. No, it's not. What the hell is wrong with me? It is Thursday. Obviously, I'm looking ahead to the weekend. How are you? You got anything good going on this weekend? Anything fun? Hopefully spending time with those you love. Because the world, it feels at least, is about to descend once again into chaos. A little early, a little premature for an election, though. You know, I would have expected Summer of Love 2.0 to kick off during the uh, 2024 election season. But it seems like, thanks to our friends over in the media, that is going to happen a little early this time around. I definitely want to thank you all for joining. I really do appreciate you listening to the podcast. Um, Please like, share, subscribe, do all the things because they really help us out right now. We are audio only. And because of that, um, we need all the support that we can get. We are on a few platforms like Spotify. You're probably listening to us there. Um, And then we we record the show on on an independent. uh, Well, it's not independent, really, but it's we use. Uh, we use Podbean really for the show. And and so it's posted there as well. Um, but right now we're audio only hoping to change that. I've always hoped to change that to do video and I've had a YouTube channel for a long time. But the truth is, is that it's uh, the, the market is so saturated with with people just going on and talking about politics that I don't even know if it's worth the while to do video. But maybe maybe we'll try. I don't know. But anyways, we have a lot to talk about today and I don't want to waste any of your time. Um, So I think we should just get right into it. Now, I've referenced the Summer of Love 2.0, and you're probably wondering what I'm talking about. And I will reference for this discussion an article from the Post Millennial. Um, Medical examiner rules repeat violent offender Jordan Neely's death a homicide as New York City braces for rights. And riots, by the way, they have gotten. So a little behind the scenes, a little background on this story. Jordan Jordan Neely is a 30-year-old homeless person who... um, if you believe the media like to dance on the subway and perform doing Michael Jackson dances, wearing a Michael Jackson outfit. And he was um, apparently a beloved character who was just sweet and innocent and never did anything wrong. And all of a sudden, of course, a, a white people, damn white people um, walked up to him and choked him to death for no reason at all, because he was a sweet, innocent man who liked to dance on the subway. Uh, that's what the media would like you to believe. The truth is, Uh, Jordan Neely was a bit of a dickhead. Um, He was a bit of somebody who liked to be aggressive with people on the subway. He was someone who liked to assault people. He was uh, regularly out of control. Um, uh, He's hostile and erratic. I mean, there's there's reports 
of him being hostile and erratic. He had a warrant out for his arrest. He was charged with felony assault. This is not a nice, sweet, innocent person, okay? Um, and the people, by the way, who choked him out on the subway were doing so to protect other people. So take a step back. After you learn that, look at everything else through the lens of why is the media, who obviously know that this guy was an aggressor, why is the media reporting that this is some sweet, innocent man who was choked to death by a white person? Why are they highlighting the race at all? Why is this a thing? You need to ask yourself these questions because if you don't think that, that, that the populace as a whole is being manipulated, controlled, and, and being forced to see things through a particular lens, take this as yet another example of that. Okay? Now, the, the um, medical examiner has reported this as a homicide. Okay, well, no shit. And, and maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. The question is, was it justified? And by everything that I've seen, it looks like it was. Now, I'm reporting on this with as much information as I have. I obviously wasn't there. So I can't definitively say, oh, yeah. But what I can say is that Jordan Neely has been arrested 44 times for public lewdness. Now, one thing that you have to find interesting is obviously violent riots have erupted now in New York City, of course, because that is just what happens. Uh, rich, white, liberal kids um, have nothing better to do. They have nothing to want for in life, so they need to fill their hole by, by going and protesting these things, even though they are some of the most racist people you, you'll ever meet in your life. Um, they have to go protest this stuff, even if it was justified. It doesn't matter to them. They don't care about the facts. They only care about how they feel and having something to do on a Tuesday night because they certainly don't have a job. So they're out there doing this um, again. But the real story isn't, I think, the violent riots. Like in New York City, that's, I mean, come on. You, you live in New York City, that this is what you expect, right? The story to me is the people who are egging this on. The people who are who are celebrating these violent riots. Let's take AOC, for example. AOC is absolutely controlled opposition. She is floated out to make you think that she is some sort of socialist, um, uh, you know, person who who agrees with the common person and understands the common flight. She's made to, like, look cool to teenagers, which I don't know why. She's she's like a six at best, maybe a seven. Um, but yet they treat her as if she's some sort of like sexy. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but, but what you need to know about AOC is she really doesn't support anything that she says. You can look at her voting record in the House. You can see that she absolutely does not support anything that she says. She shills her big corporations most of the time. Most of the time. And she absolutely does not believe in socialism. It is fake. She doesn't believe in any of it. She doesn't really feel that way. She's trying to enrich herself. She's tied herself to the elites and the controlled, op you know, in, in the uniparty. And she is now controlled opposition to them. And, um... She is here celebrating this. Jordan Neely was murdered, she says. Um, and she's she's trying to egg on the agitators uh, because she's evil. She's just an evil person who's who's just trying to enrich herself and doesn't give a, a crap about anybody else or anything else. And, you know, hey, evil people are going to do evil things. Some people just want to go to hell. And that's fine. But, um, you know, the, it's really disgusting behavior, honestly. Honestly, from a congressperson, 
egging on violent riots that will ultimately lead to people getting assaulted and murdered really makes you quite the piece of crap human being, doesn't it? Um, she also celebrated Tucker's uh, firing from Fox News as if that was like a bad thing for Tucker. And she gloated about being partially responsible for it, which she wasn't. Uh, she does not have the power that she thinks she does. She's a puppet. Again, controlled opposition. Um, she probably knows that. And she also uh, touts that authoritarianism is great. She celebrated silencing voices that she disagrees with, yet pretends to be for the people. She's an absolute scumbag to the like worst degree, is AOC. Um, but the people will still vote for her because the people are morons that live in her district. And they'll support her because she's a Democrat. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. She pretends to have sympathy for the man because he was homeless, yet her party is responsible for the policies that, that um, continue to escalate the homelessness situation in New York City. Uh, it, it, it's absolutely terrible, honestly, that, that, that this stuff is allowed. You know, I, if I were in charge of New York City and these violent riots happened, I mean, the minute they're violent, you can shut them down and you should shut them down. And you should use force to shut them down. Like violence is never okay. I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. It's never okay. So if you, you know, promote violence, you're an evil person. It's, it's that simple. Like it's the litmus test for, are you evil? And if you say, yeah, violence, that's the answer. You, you're an evil person, right? So, you know, I, I, it's, it's tough to even comment on. I mean, we know where this goes from here. Right. If you lived through the summer of love, you you know where this is going. And it's not a good place. So if you live in New York City still for some reason, and I get it, some people love New York City. They love the aesthetic of the big city. They love being able to say that they're part of that New York culture. I get it. I get all that. Okay. But you might want to get the hell out of there if you haven't already. Um, it might be the right thing to do because. Honestly, this is just going to get worse and worse. It's going to be allowed to get worse and worse. Um, there, This is going to be the narrative going again through 2023, it seems. Um, here we go again with race riots and racial tension. They want to escalate this stuff because they don't want you talking about the things that really matter. It's, it's one of the things Tucker Carlson said in his video. They don't want you debating or discussing things that actually matter. And there's a lot of things that actually matter that are happening right now. How about the drone attack on Vladimir Putin? That actually matters. Um, because whether or not it's it's um, false flag or not, whether or not it was Zelensky trying to, to feel like a big man and, and killing Putin, which is likely, or perhaps even a NATO country being involved, out, whether it was that or Putin just false flag, what it means is that things are about to escalate over there. That's what it means. Because imagine if that happened here in the United States and imagine how you how you would feel about that. If somebody tried to drone strike our president, we all might be a little pissed about that, right? And we all might want to see some retaliation um, for that, uh, even if the president is Joe Biden. Uh, because that's, that's, that's your president. That's still you. That's a direct attack on the United States of America and we're all still Americans. So, honestly, like, how would you feel? And that's exactly how the Russian people are going to feel, right? So whether this is a false flag or not, what this does is it absolutely, um, it absolutely is going to escalate things. And, and I think that's a bad thing uh, because I don't think that that war is even necessary. 
I certainly don't think that we should be involved, but you know, I don't like the fact that any of this is going on in the first place. So absolutely a bad thing. And here we go. But they don't want you talking about that. They don't want you talking about that. They would much rather you be talking about some, some, you know, thug, uh, getting, getting, getting murdered, um, because out of self-defense, quite frankly. So they, they don't want you, they don't want you talking about that. They, they, they would much rather you talk about this. They would much rather you talk about all the trans stuff, um, because that's controlled opposition. What they don't want you talking about is the, um, the fact that the Chinese have surrounded Taiwan, um, militarily. I mean, they're surrounded. So what's going to happen there? And what, what responsibility do we have to be involved there? Uh, I don't know the answer to that question. I think that you could certainly make more of an argument for us standing up for the Taiwanese people than you make for the Ukrainian people. I, I think it's two completely different situations, uh, both nuanced and, and a lot of conversation needs to happen around both. Um, but what do we do? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. And I'm not going to pretend like I do. I think that situation again is much, is far different from the, the proxy war that we're fighting in Ukraine. I, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, why would the United States government run these sort of like oppos against their own people? Why would they, why would they escalate this stuff? Cause you know, the media works as an arm of the government. So you know that the media is just pumping these stories up because somebody told them to do so. Probably the security state. And it does make you wonder, like, why? Why? Um, but it certainly distracts you. And that's, that's something I think that, that's obvious. It's a, it's a great distraction. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the, the stuff going on. Uh, I really want to talk about Barstool Sports, but I'm not going to. It's just stupid. Just delete Barstool off your phone. Don't support them. They fired one of their one of their um, hosts, like the hosts of their show, because he was rapping and he accidentally rapped or purposefully. Who cares? The N-word. And he was he was fired. Um, which is so dumb. Like, who cares? And he tries to make excuses for it, saying, oh, yeah, well, I was told by Penn Gaming and, you know, we're partnering with them and they have to let him go. Whatever, man. What a what a weak excuse. Dave Portnoy continues to just be this like fake bro who's got a lot of money, who wants you to think he's cool and hip, but he's really just pathetic and weak. Um remember when Alex Stein uh was if you haven't seen that, you should look some of that stuff up. But Alex Stein was pushing Dave Portnoy's buttons and there was like a feud there, and it just really showed how weak Dave Portnoy is. Just another soft, rich person. Um, who's trying to grift to get your attention. So I want to bring up the, the feud feud that is happening right now between the quartering, um, Jerem, uh, geeks and gamers, I guess you could say. And, um, Matt Walsh, it's just hilarious in all honesty. So Matt Walsh comes out and, you know, talks about video games and talks about anime and, he doesn't necessarily see the value in it. And in a way, he sort of makes the argument that it's 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 evil. In a sense, um, you can if you if you watch his statement or listen to it, you can you can you can see where he's going. But for some reason, um, and, and I want to first of all, let me disclose this. 
I like everybody generally that I'm talking about right now. Like I like Matt Walsh and respect the hell out of Matt Walsh and the work he's done. Um, I think his show's great. I think that the quartering is for the most part great. I like his stuff on YouTube. I watch him regularly. And the Geeks and Gamers folks over there on YouTube, I enjoy them as well. Like, I really do. I really enjoy everybody's work for the most part that I'm I'm going to talk about right now. But I think it's important to call this out because I do think this is sort of silly. So Matt Walsh, you know, he has opinions on video games and anime, and that's fine. That's fine. But for some reason, the quartering jumps on this and starts throwing stones at Matt Walsh to say, hey, this is why the right loses. And then the Geeks and Gamers guys, uh, particularly, I think Jeremy's his name as well, from Geeks and Gamers, jumps all over Matt Walsh. And I, I got to ask myself, like, first of all, why do you care what Matt Walsh thinks about video games or anime? Like, why is it a big deal to you? It really shouldn't matter at all. Um, there's been some comparisons to how uh, right-wingers will defend guns, but then damn video games. I think they're two completely different they're two completely different things. So I actually don't think you can make that argument. The idea that, that uh, you know, the right would argue that it's not the guns is because guns are just simply inanimate objects that, that don't try to manipulate or, or affect your brain. However, there are studies that would show that, that video games, particularly in young, impressionable kids, do have an impact on the way that their brains develop. They are impressionable. And, and if you think that video games are not a tool of the left wing to try to corrupt and manipulate, you are a fool. It is absolutely true that most of these companies are owned and run by leftist weirdos who put leftist weirdo ideology into their video games. Now, Ian Miles Chong came out and said sort of that, right? Like, And he gave plenty of examples of how that's true. The trans flag in Apex, um, Destiny 2. Uh, I remember Call of Duty had a giant Black Lives Matter garbage thing for a while. Like all of this stuff is thrown into your video games. There are trans characters, the newest Harry Potter video game. There's a trans character. Now, it's not obvious that it's a trans person. Sort of is if you read the dialogue of the character. Um, but this crap is absolutely in video games. And whether you're an adult that plays video games or not, which I am, full disclosure, I do play video games. I do not watch anime, but I do play video games. The But the truth is that these are targeted and marketed to children. Full stop. That's just true. Um, and children w will play them. Uh, if you don't think that's true, I I got an island to sell you. Like, kids are playing called, you ever played Fortnite? But all this crap is, is in there. It's thrown in there. And so I don't quite understand the vigor and the anger at Matt Walsh because the point he was trying to make is that by buying video games, you are supporting sort of this leftist dogma. It's the same thing with movies. Like the reason you don't want to see Star Wars is because they throw a bunch of leftist garbage in there, but then you'll defend all the video games that they throw a bunch of leftist garbage in. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the anger. The only thing that I can think, and again, I respect everybody involved, but this is just my opinion, right? The only thing that I can think is that they're grifting. They're grifting off this. They're trying to use Matt Walsh as a way to make the news because feuds Feuds get clicks on YouTube, buddy. Remember Jack Murphy? Remember when Jack Murphy was in the news? Everybody was watching YouTube videos on Jack Murphy. It was the biggest thing. So shitting on, sorry, crapping all over Jack Murphy was the easy thing to do. Um, same thing with uh, Eliza, Eliza Blue. Same thing. Okay. Um, 
you know, crapping all over her was the thing to do. And everybody, everybody watched it. So these feuds Crowder right now, Tucker right now, like these feuds definitely get attention. And I think that the quartering knows that. And I think that, that the geeks and gamers folks, they know that too. So they're all piling onto this, but the reality is, is that it's kind of silly and you should just let it go. Matt Walsh does fantastic work. Stop targeting Matt Walsh. You disagree with him on video games. That's okay. You don't have to make 17,000 videos about it and 14,000 tweets because I'm a member of your audience and I can't stand that. I think it's petty. I think it's petty when you attack people, the whole feud with like Tim Pool and when Adam Krigler told his truth, which is one side, by the way, um, I, I thought that was disgusting. Like making money off of your own feuds with people is just silly and petty and it makes you look like a 14 year old. And honestly, if you want to know why the right's going to lose, it's because of crap like that. It's because we can't help but grift off of these things. There are whole channels like Brittany Venti, by the way, who I know people like and I know she's friends with people that I like. But Brittany Venti, whose career is basically digging up dirt on people and then calling them out on that dirt that she digs up. It's it's absolutely like what she's known for. She has no other. Sorry if you like her, but she has very little other redeeming qualities outside of that on her channel. She just likes to dig up dirt on people and then call them out. She did it with Elijah Schaefer. She did it with um, um, Alex Stein. She does it with everybody. That's just what she does. And that's, that's, I guess, fine if you can carve out a career doing that. But I also don't understand, you know... And then she likes to play the victim afterwards. So she'll like throw some stuff out. She'll be like, oh, I just, I just heard this. I just heard this. I'm not trying to, to no, you knew exactly what you were doing by bringing it up. You knew that by bringing it up in front of people, you were, you were going to trigger this other person. You knew absolutely what you were doing. Now I'm not defending the actions of like Elijah Schaefer. If the accusations that about him are true, I'm not, you know, excusing the, the actions of anybody. I'm just saying it's kind of, it's kind of a petty thing to just like throw it at them in public. And it's also kind of a petty thing to just feud over video games and, and anime, like whatever. I mean, those are hobbies for people. Some people obsess over those things way too much. They're hobbies. I play MLB The Show to clear my mind after a hard day's work. Okay. I don't worship MLB The Show. I don't get offended if somebody tells me they don't like MLB The Show. I don't get offended if somebody tells me that they like Disney Star Wars. I think it's trash but I don't get offended if somebody tells me that because I don't live my entire life in fantasy. And I think that's the argument that, that Matt Walsh was making. And I don't think it's a bad one. I don't, sorry. I'll still enjoy the work the quartering does. I'll still enjoy the geeks and gamers folks. I'll still watch Friday night tights and I will still enjoy Matt Walsh. That's my opinion on the matter. I just think we should drop it. I don't think it's important. I think there are 15,000 other things that people could be talking about. But instead, they're talking about this. And so I felt the need to comment on that. Um, you know, I guess for the same reasons. I want to grift off of it. I want a piece of that pie. Throw me in the mix. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't care. And I apologize if you like Brittany Venti. I'm sorry. That's just how I perceive her channel. Everything that I've seen from her is just attacking somebody else. And I can't believe that that gets the audience that it does. So. Uh, that's what I got for you today. So hopefully you enjoyed yourself listening to the show. I really appreciate you listening. We will be back next week sometime, probably to talk about whatever happens over the weekend. But I hope you have a great, safe weekend. I hope you spend time with people that you love. And I hope you get out and, and do something that betters your life, betters the people you love's life, and betters the world. 
Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I will see you all next time. Peace.